was a good friend of mine. Hello and welcome to the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life. My name is Kyle Case and I'll be your host on this amazing journey as we attempt to help you get the most out of your life. Joining me in our studio today is my co-pilot, Lil Baron. Hey there, Mr. K. Lil Baron. <laughs> How are you? Oh, it's a good day. It today is a, is a great day. Yeah. We're just getting closer to the games and the uh, um, stress for sure, but yes. the excitement as well is yes. kind of ramping up. All of the above. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Listen, when you register from mm-hmm. the Huntsman World Senior Games as an athlete, you get a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. There are so many benefits and so many yeah. um, just perks that come along yeah. with being an athlete at the games. And over the past several months, you know, Lil, we've been mm-hmm. highlighting some of those benefits of being yep. a participant in the games. Mm-hmm. Today, I want to touch on what I personally think is one of the biggest perks of all. Okay. And that is our health screenings. Oh, yeah. 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 If you are an athlete at the games, uh, you need to take advantage Absolutely. of these health screenings. Every year, free to all participants, mm-hmm. we offer over a dozen different yep. health screenings. And, you know, we have the typical offerings like blood pressure and, and some of those that are typical, important, but important. Easy, easy to access. Mm-hmm. But we also have some really pretty yeah. kind of specialized and really, really cool stuff. Yeah. We we have a carotid artery screening that is not just available on right. your street corner. That's, <laughs> a, that's kind of a really good one. We've got some vision screenings. Mm-hmm. We've got a few different cancer screenings, which are so important. Uh, hearing, blood mm-hmm. glucose, body composition, balance. Mm-hmm. Uh, overall strength. I mean, just some really, yeah. really great stuff. And it, it's not designed in any way to replace consulting with no. your physician. Like, of course, you should still go to Absolutely. your annual physical, uh, you know, stay connected with your doctor mm-hmm. for sure. It's not designed to replace that. No. But there's some pretty great stuff. And yeah. with these screenings, if you take full advantage of them, it can really give you just a good overall picture of right. where you are with your health and wellness. In addition, Inside of your athlete account that you create when you right. register, uh, you get a we save the results, right. so you get to access those at any time that you'd like. Uh, you can you can take a look at them. You can compare previous years. You can yeah. see if you're progressing or regressing. Yeah. And over time, you can really get a good picture of your mm-hmm. health mm-hmm. through these health screenings. It's very very valuable. Oh yeah. And uh, if you were to take all of these screenings separately, mm-hmm. you're looking at. I don't know, several hundred dollars. Some people have estimated as much as Mm $1,500 in value. And it's all available free to our participants. So take full advantage. Uh, It's over, it's available over several different days as well. So all of our athletes should have Mm -hmm. access to it. Take full advantage of it. You can find more information on the screenings as well as the games as a whole on our website at <laughs> seniorgames.net. But again, that's one of my favorite ones. Yeah. That's one of the big, big, big benefits of being an athlete at the game. So you want to make sure you take advantage of that. Today's guest yes. is 70-year-old Jeff Tidwell, who played, listen to this, this is pretty cool stuff. Okay. He played on uh, the same all-star baseball team as a couple of major league Ooh. baseball players Ooh. in high school, George Brett and Scott McGregor. And Jeff was not just along for the ride. He had some, <laughs> uh, you know, some contributions that he made to the team as well. He grew up playing sports. He played football, basketball, baseball, track. His baseball team, this is so cool, won the 1969 Babe Ruth World Series. Oh, wow. 
And then Jeff went on to attend Brigham Young University where he played baseball on a scholarship. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, like many of our athletes took a little bit of a hiatus, took some time off. He decided to return to athletic competition, starting in track and field events at the Huntsman World Senior Games the mm-hmm. year that he turned 50 years old. Mm-hmm. And he now competes in pickleball as well as softball. His softball team is primarily comprised of former El Segundo High School teammates. Oh, and they get together every year. It's like a big class reunion. Uh, Jeff, welcome to the show. We're so glad you could join us. Thank you, Kyle and Lil. It's a privilege and honor to be with you. Uh, we're we're looking forward yeah. to our visit and getting to know you. Uh, I want to jump right into it. I, I know that you have played a bunch of sports in your career, both as a, a young man and then mm-hmm. as a senior athlete as well. Uh, it seems like baseball slash softball has kind of been a constant throughout that. Uh, would you say that that is your favorite sport or is one of these other ones maybe your favorite? Um, you know, I love baseball. <laughs> I love basketball. Um, baseball, I probably excel the most in. And uh, so I would probably have to put that up there. But I can tell you this. One of my favorite sounds is catching a ball and the mitt popping. Oh, yeah. You're catching a, you know, a 80 mile an hour fastball and oh. you catch it right in the web and it makes that pop sound. I was playing catch with my son the other day. He, he's a lacrosse player. So is that, we're actually, I'm playing with my baseball mitt and he's tossing oh. the ball with the yeah. lacrosse stick and, uh, you know, those things come in fast. Yeah, they do. I got, I got that same pop sound and it was like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That is a very satisfying yeah. sound. You have to admit, um, if it's just about a half inch too low, though, and it pops you right on the palm of your hand, that's not as satisfying. But you, no. catch, your, you catch it right in that pocket. And that is a fun <laughs> sound. I agree. So uh, I want to talk about a little bit about your high school team. So the El Segundo Eagles. Uh, considered by many to be one of the very, very best high school teams in, in California history uh, for high school athletics. Um, talk a little bit about that experience and uh, you know, what, what, what made that team so great? Well, Scott McGregor was a phenomenal pitcher, high school pitcher. I mean, he went on to play for the Baltimore Orioles for 10 years and uh, won the uh, major league world series in 1983. Uh, it always is great to have a great pitcher. Never hurts. Oh. Never hurts to have a good pitcher. <laughs> we also had a kid by the name of George Brett, who uh, actually in, in high school, he was a little bit in the shadow of Scott because Scott was the pitcher. But, and we never thought that George would one day be a Hall of Famer. I mean, he yeah. ends up with Kansas City, plays there 20 years. Uh, wins the batting crown in three different decades. And so um, it's kind of been fun to watch that. But we had 10 guys on that team. I mean, you only play nine. We had 10 guys on that team that were all league. Mm. So So you basically just were, you you were the all league team. (laughs) (laughs) We were the all league team. It was really pretty cool. What a great legacy. We ended up winning... uh, the CIF championship, we, we won the 4A team earlier in the year. We were a 3A team. We played in Angel Stadium oh. and uh, we beat Lompoc um, in that game. And um, 
were the champs. We were, I think we were 32 and two that year. Wow. wow. That's an incredible yeah. accomplishment for a, uh, for a high school baseball yeah. team and uh, tons of fun. To me though, the bigger story is that you've really stayed connected yeah. even through all these years and you get together and still play softball, especially here at the Huntsman World Senior Games. How do you think you've been able to do that? I mean, I, I played on a couple of teams when I was in high school, and we've not been able to co- maintain that connection. How have you guys done it? Uh, a lot of uh, a lot of phone calls. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have had as many as uh, forty different participants from El Segundo over the last five years. Wow. Now they don't, they don't all come at the same time. So they all, you know, they all came at different times and um, different teams over those five years. We, our first year was 2017 and uh, you know, we, Stuart Swiggum and I had this idea that, Hey, we could put together a team and play in the Huntsman games. Yeah. Stuart still lives in El Segundo. And uh, I have called as many as a hundred guys from <laughs> not just from my class but last year just my class of 1972 we had 15 players from just my class wow we ended up having 25 last year this year we've only gotten i think 12 that have registered so uh <laughs> we're we're uh i'm beating the bushes again <laughs> <laughs> so if you're I listening talk, i just talked to scott mcgregor uh yesterday and there's a chance that he could come again. So he's come a couple of oh. times in our games. George is different, a different um, situation. You know, he's so busy. But uh, we have a guy on our team named Jim Obradovich. And Jim's best, Jim's brother is George's best friend. Oh. So okay. we could get from Jim or Steve, it's actually Steve Obradovich. If we could get Jim to come then maybe we could even get George to come. Yeah. <laughs> How fun would that be? That would How be. fun would that be? So obviously this takes a ton of coordination and a little bit of maybe arm <laughs> twisting and a little bit of begging maybe uh-huh. to get, to get it all come together. Uh, it sounds like you've been right in the middle of all that. Um, how did you get designated as the one who's like, okay, I'm going to pull this together. Is it just uh, something that you wanted to do or did somebody ask yeah. you to do it? Yeah. I, well, first of all, I love the Huntsman games. So like my bio and also I'm not 70 yet. I'll be 70 this year. Okay. So okay. don't push it. I'm still <laughs> 79. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on to every year that you can for as long as you can. Right. Yeah. But um, I've had such great experiences. You know, I, my first year <clears throat> I was 49 cause I turned 50 that year. Right. Right. And to, uh, I was kind of depressed that I was going to turn 50. I did not like that number. Yeah. <laughs> and so uh, I pole vaulted. Oh. And so I, I ended up pole vaulting eight feet, six, six inches at the Huntsman game, got a silver medal. And I said, you know, if I, if I can pole vault eight feet, six inches as a 50 year old, 50 is not so bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. Absolutely. That's true. I love, I love that approach and yeah. uh, that attitude. And I mean, listen, <laughs> getting older is hard. It's it hard, hard, you know, like it's something that everybody deals with at some point or another. And everybody has 
their threshold that is, okay, I don't, I don't want to turn 30. That's too old. Or right. maybe for somebody it's 90, you know, whatever it is. But I think we all have to come to grips and come to terms with that. I'll tell you what I love the most though, is that we help provide that smooth transition exactly. at the Huntsman World Senior Games. We provide that opportunity, just like what you said, Jeff, where you 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 come to the realization that it's not over. Right. You know, yeah, like we're all getting older. That's that's the way that it works, yeah. you know? The alternative isn't that great either, right? <laughs> But but you get that that transition from like I can still be vibrant and vital and and important and part of the thing part of the community and everything that I do I can still do the things that I love to right. do and the World Senior Games the Huntsman World Senior Games gets to offer that yeah. to so many people and Jeff you've been able to take advantage of it. Well, not only that, but when you register, you know, and, and I agree with you that screening what a great benefit to yeah. have those in, uh, benefits, but. What it really does for the athlete is it motivates them to get in a little bit better shape. Yeah. So I'd never thrown a javelin before in my life. And in that first game, I threw the javelin against these big guys. I mean, they're 230, 250, and I ended up getting a bronze medal. Wow. And I remember just practicing. I was very diligent about practicing with my javelin down at the high school. And uh, it paid off. So, yeah. you know, you, you, you can do things when you're older than you, that you don't even realize you can do. <laughs> Agreed. It's so true. It's yeah. so true. And what a great lesson for mm-hmm. all of us to consider right. and to remember. And uh, you, again, Jeff, you've had a chance to live it. So uh, I, <laughs> I love that. I do want to take you back just a little bit. You're, you're in high school. You're playing on this baseball team. Like maybe you didn't obviously know what the future held, but you, you know, that you're pretty good and you're having success. I'm wondering if at that time as a 17, 18 year old kid, if you ever thought to yourself, I'm going to still be doing this when I'm 50 years old. No, no. you don't think of, uh, you you know, that's so far down the line that you're just thinking about what you're going to do tomorrow. Right. I did have a goal when I was in high school. Um, you know, I was talking to somebody about my goals and they were asking me what I wanted to do. And I said, well, I, I really do have a goal to play baseball at BYU. That was my number one goal. And so uh, that came, came to fruition and uh, it really um, was a springboard to the rest of my life with a lot of the things that I did. Mm-hmm. Now, you we're able to go on and, and to play at BYU. And, and again, like you said, that, that ended up being kind of a springboard uh, opportunities presented themselves. Um, but you did take a little bit of a hiatus from competitive sports. And many of us end up doing that mm-hmm. for various reasons, right. family, work, health, whatever it is. What was it that kind of motivated you to come back? You've alluded to it a little bit, but what helped you make that decision to say, Hey, I'm going to try this again and see what happens. Well, the Huntsman games really, that was a big turning point. <clears throat> and uh, I don't even know how I got in contact, but uh, in 2004, we bought a home in St. George. And um, I think, <clears throat> I, you know, I was aware that there was the Huntsman Games. I played a little bit of softball growing up, but, you know, when you have a family and you have demands at work, um, it really takes you away from, you know, my life was sports. So I, I had like 20, 25 years that I really didn't participate in sports and I really missed it. So yeah. when I had the opportunity that the Huntsman Games gave me, 
um, it just opened up uh, a new world again. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. So you, you said, hey, I'm going to try this track and field thing again. Um, you went, you had some success. Obviously, you, you mentioned you won yeah. some medals, uh, but you didn't stop at track and field. You've kind of added other sports. Obviously, we've talked about softball being a big deal. Um, you also play pickleball. Oh, I am one of those pickleball nuts. <laughs> I mean, I played a couple hours this morning. We'll probably play a couple hours this afternoon or this evening. Uh, I love playing pickleball. It, it, uh, it's a game that, uh, you know, in, in softball, <clears throat> you can get injured pretty easily. <clears throat> in fact, on our team, we've had two guys uh, tear their Achilles heel. Oh. Now, most of us don't play softball during the year. This is just a really and truly a pickup. A reunion <laughs> team. Yeah. A reunion team. But that being said, we've, played some good teams and beat them in at the Huntsman games. Mm-hmm. We're just not very consistent and uh, we get spent real quick. <laughs> <laughs> but talk a little bit more about pickleball. How did you get introduced to it? You, you said yourself, you're a self-proclaimed pickleball nut. Uh, oh, we yeah. have so many of our athletes that feel the same way. Yeah. They just love this sport. How did you get introduced to pickleball? Uh, again, it was uh, um, little Valley. I mean, when oh. you guys put in those courts, um, I, and I, those are, pro- those are over 10 years old. I think they're more like 13 years old. Yeah. We've had them for a few years yeah. now. Yeah. And so, um, that's my, one of my teammates, I'm going to just hang up on him, but that was <laughs> my teammates that I've been trying to get a hold of and he had a hip replacement list this year. Wow. So in our, our third baseman, or our shortstop, and he is phenomenal. Um, but again, an El Segundo guy. Uh, <laughs> You're watching the recruiting happen live right now, ladies and gentlemen. This is how it gets done. This is, on, this is live. Hey, Bill, I'm talking to the Huntsman Games on a podcast <laughs> right now. So uh, I'll have to call you back, but I hope you're doing well. Okay, I'll talk to you when you call back. All right, thanks, Bill. <laughs> if you're ever wondering, like, I'd like to put it together a reunion team. This is how it happens. It's like 24-7, nonstop, all the time. It doesn't matter. You can be on the Today Show. You take that phone call because you got to make sure he's there to play shortstop. Oh, that's awesome, Jeff. That that's that's fun. So back to pickleball. How'd you get introduced to it? The little, oh, the little well, complex introduced it to you. We did it. We came home. And we had a pad in our backyard that was uh, 35 feet long and 20 feet wide. It was in our backyard. So it was short. Um, So we added on to make the 44 feet uh, and put a a pickleball court in our backyard 13 years ago. So we've been doing this for a long time. But we were so ignorant of pickleball. We first started serving the ball in the kitchen. That was how we, so okay. right off that, we started doing our third shot drops without even realizing it. But, <laughs> but, uh, you know, it is, uh, it is exhilarating, but I'll tell you one of the things that we have found probably more as, as important as anything. We didn't have any friends before pickleball. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we had friends, but we didn't do anything with them. Yeah. Now we've got this, this pickleball group. In fact, next week 
my wife is going with her pickleball gals going to Lake Powell with 14 pickleball girls <laughs> to, to go on a houseboat. And uh, so first of all, I, I, I coached pickleball at uh, the rec center, mm. or at least I did last year. And I, this is how I teach it. Number one, it's social. Number two, it's fun. Number three, it's competitive. Yeah. And you have that in, in those order. I mean, and, okay. and I'm, I'm very, very competitive. But that being said, the social aspect of pickleball is every bit as fun as the game itself. Yeah. I think you, you've hit yeah. it perfectly. And, yeah. you know, we have watched kind of from the inside, mm-hmm. this sport grow and just explode. We were one of the very, yeah. not the very first, but we were an early adapter of pickleball. And mm-hmm. uh, so it's been fun for us to be a part yeah. of that and the legacy and the history, but I think your approach is spot on. And I think that's why this sport has grown mm-hmm. so much. It is, listen, there are social elements to every sport there are social elements in softball basketball archery you name it there are social elements but pickleball seems to be (laughs) just seems to have kind of a a a special aspect of it where it really is about that sociality the camaraderie the friendships Mm -hmm. you talk about fun being number two it is a fun game to play it's a game that is playable and then once you got those first two figured out then you start to work on the competition element you start working on your skills and understanding the rules and how to play right yeah, so to bring this full circle, this year in the 70, I think we're playing 4.0, 70 um, with the pickleball. My, my pickleball partner is one of the kids that was on my 69 Babe Ruth baseball team and 71 high school team, um, Eddie Glotz. And he was our third baseman. George was actually our shortstop. And Eddie was a better third baseman than George Brett. Oh, wow. So you, you, kind of, you kind of have the pick of the yeah. pick of the litter there. Okay. You just get to pick these world-class <laughs> athletes and, uh, and pony up to them and then have a great time together. I, I think that's fantastic. So Ed said one more thing I want to say about Ed. He said that pickleball is more like playing third base than anything he's ever done. Really? Really? That's so interesting. Huh. So if you had to choose someone, you know, holds a, holds a, a, a microphone to your mouth and they're interviewing you, you have to choose softball or pickleball. You only get one. Which one do you choose? Oh, pickleball. Hands down. <laughs> Didn't even not hesitate. Even, not even, no, there's a I, p- pickleball. <laughs> I'm obsessed with pickleball. I'm not obsessed with softball. I'll play softball once a year with my buddies, but, uh, Man, I tell you, pickleball is, uh, oh, one of my grandkids said this. He said, pickleball is life. <laughs> <laughs> and you had to agree. You had to agree. Hey, we've got about a minute left. Uh, what <laughs> advice do you have for people who are listening, who are trying to decide, you know, how to, how to really live their best life? What would you tell people? Listen to your body. That's number one. I think if you're going to play sports and be successful at anything, I had a, uh, I had a professor in my master's program that said, if you want to be successful in life, make the people around you comfortable. But what you need to do is concentrate, be consistent. And then you get a certain degree of confidence that is exhilarating. 
Mm-hmm. So that's those that's that's what I would say. I love it. There yeah. is something about self-confidence yeah. Yeah. and uh you know you you have to build yourself to that. Yeah. You have to build yourself to that. So Jeff, thank you so yes, much for joining you. us today and sharing some of your experiences and fun. Yeah, we wish you all the best in your uh, pickleball fanaticism as well as your uh, <laughs> recruiting for this year's games. Thank you very much. It's been yeah. a joy to visit with both of you. Yes. Yeah, good luck with everything. Yes, thank you. So just a couple of things to wrap us up here. Uh, that, that was awesome. First of all, that was so fun. I loved it. Um, now is the time to register. Yes, it oh, is. I, I can't emphasize that enough. If you want to be a part of these games like Jeff has been able to do and just have the fun and the mm-hmm. friendship, the camaraderie uh, like he has had over the years, you got to get registered right. now. Now is the time. Uh, you can find everything you need to know about registration on our website, mm-hmm. seniorgames.net. We've got schedules, rules, frequently asked questions. Yep. You can register. All that is done. This is crucial. Yes, if you don't is. hear anything else that I'm saying right now, now remember September 1st is the registration deadline. Yeah. We're coming up on that. So get those registrations in and be a part of the 2023 Huntsman right. World Senior Games. Next week, our next episode, we're going to be joined by a certified financial planner. His name is Freeman Lindy, and he hosts his own podcast called Retire Mentorship. And Freeman's going to discuss the impact of healthy living on retirement and finances, which I think they go together really well together. So remember to tune in live next and every Thursday at 5.30 p.m. Mountain Time on AM 1450 or FM 93.1 for the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life. We take this live show, Mm -hmm. we turn it into a podcast, and you can subscribe anywhere that podcasts are found. If you happen to be listening by podcast, take a moment and give us a rating or write a quick review. It really helps us spread the word. And you can do that very easily on your iPhone by just scrolling down to the bottom of your Apple podcast app, and then shoot us a few stars while you're there. You can also find this and previous shows right on our website at seniorgames.net. So check that out. Today's inspirational thought. It comes from German born physical fitness guru and inventor, Joseph Pilates. Oh, that's a word you recognize, right? I do. So he says physical fitness is the first requisite of happiness. Mm. And I agree. Until next Thursday, stay active. Mm